Jazz age living, old fashioned sipping. Pizzazz ain't missing, got the fat cats kissing the top. Moving back, we're getting Wait, off track. Quickly. Florida football, dude. Right. Florida okay, football. Okay, okay, okay. This year, and and I, we talked about like why you know I'm like all of us going to the University of Florida, and how I was not a huge fan of like Florida college football initially, and like I go to Florida, we win two national championships in football and two national championships in basketball within my first three years. Of Unreal. And I took the entire thing for granted because I'm like, this is college. This is what's and, up. And didn't it affect your overall attitude and everyday oh, life too? everything. So yeah. it, that year we're, we're voted the number one party school in the nation one yep. of those years. I remember that. Yeah, oh, that yeah. was like a big deal because yeah. then they yep. like really like locked then, down the next year. Talk about like recruiting, right? Like <laughs> number one party school in the nation. Um, but it's like, we're winning titles. We're, we're lighting sofas on fire in the streets oh, on Archer cool. Road. That was cool. Um, like we're all out there partying, like on University Avenue, winning this champ. People are climbing like the light poles, and I'm like, "Oh, cool, this is college, right?" And then the dark years, yeah, right? Brantley, Morning oh, Wag, God, you and you go back to Morning Wag. He played like three games. <laughs> dark, I don't remember that name. That's dark, not like dark games. Skyler is his name. Okay, so if your name's Skyler, you're not going to be good at football. I'm sorry. That go I ahead. can agree with that. <laughs> I have a friend named Skyler. Great swimmer. Um, yeah, so all that, and like now that's that's my expectation. That's my baseline performance expectation of our University of Florida college football program. Because you were set in your ways early on, right. which I, which was what the rest of us yep. like. When, when we're not winning championships, I'm like, what are what's going it's on? It's called here? the Gator Standard for a reason. Yeah. Exactly right. So when that's not happening, the entire campus, well, for the people who at least care about the football, it's like, or the people who have experience, like it's downtrodden. Like well, it, it especially was downtrodden after Tebow and the Brantley years because oh. everyone was expecting it. And then when you didn't win, it's like no one went out. Like, and then you rally behind like the chess team winning nationals. Because yeah. There's nothing else. You take what you can <laughs> get. Or, or, or like the Indian dance team going off, you know? Yes. Yes. I mean, that I had a short stint on our break dancing team when I was depressed, <laughs> right? Like you, you just got to. And that's just because I love rap music. It's poetic. But I digress. So not having that. <laughs> was just incredibly tortured. So this just year... I'm trying to picture you breakdancing oh, right now, and it's hilarious. Got the scars to prove it. <laughs> so, hey, we, did, we, we had some fun on the rooftop in Chicago. Yeah, that wasn't breakdancing. I didn't rip my pants, but it was close. <laughs> so <laughs> this year, like that that little twinkle you see in, in someone's eye who like experienced that, okay, like okay. it started, it was like the catalyst for that, right? That little Tebow. twinkle. or Harvin. But it ended up just being like, a like an accidental glare from like your light on your camera. Yeah. And I'm like... We were right there. And like, I think I told you this. I don't even remember when I told you this. It, it was either six months ago or yesterday. <laughs> and it was like like 12 points. 12 points for a season. They yeah. lose to A&M by three points and a field goal. And by the way, we, we all were talking. We all had, were on our group text. And I said, we are going to only win by three on that game. Right? We lost by three. Lost by three. Um, I, I said we were overrated. But I had so much hope. And like in my, there's a, there's a really dark place in my heart where I was like, we're going to go all the way. And I, I carried that torch. Dark place. Until the LSU game. The dark. There's an orange and blue place in my yeah, heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I carried that to the LSU game until they threw the shoe. That and is where it broke. Yeah, that is that's, where it like... team discipline. Yep. Discipline. Now, if you're up by 30 and you want to like tie a guy's shoelaces together to only rip his shoes off and then throw the shoe, then throw the damn shoe, yeah. right? It, who cares? But like when you stop them on third and eighteen or no, what, what is it like third and whatever it was it was it was enough so that the personal foul got them the first down. I think it was like nine, yeah, so it was like eight or nine. nine. Yeah. yeah. But to to do that on that play and that's your way of celebrating. 
that is discipline. That is character. Like that's all that is. And like you have to play with like a poise, like in those sporting events where like you you have the sportsmanship and like own it because throwing the shoe like how many people celebrated throwing the shoe after you threw it dude i mean who throws a shoe honestly honestly it's just like i would hand the guy the shoe but Wait, so i'm not going to tie it for you, you but i'm going to hand it back right, to you right like if you tie together shoelaces and throw them on the field does that signify that somebody sells drugs at that yard line <laughs> like over the power line we're, remember we're from south florida right like yeah if you think county 305 baby ricky rose it's, it's it's bath salts but yeah you're right <laughs> No, but I mean, the, 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 the points well taken, Matt, which is, you know, like 12 points. If, if that's the Delta cumulatively for the season, and if you had to pick, was it that we didn't score enough points or that we let up too many points? Well, I think the knows, answer is clear. Everyone knows. The answer is clear. It's, we let it's, up, it's, we let up far defense. too many points. So some restructuring is going on in the offseason. We got rid of what, Adam, our cornerbacks coach and, and our safeties coach. And well, we safeties kept the guy coach. that hired both of those people because obviously he makes great decisions. Yeah, and there's, there's a, lot of, a lot of conversation about, you know, were the calls not getting in fast enough? Was there too much oversight? I mean, there's well, not even conversation. The defensive coordinator admits that the, the, no one knew what they were doing which i thought was shocking to admit that in an interview you fire your cornerbacks coach you fire your safeties coach right you're the fucking leader dude yeah. like if people aren't getting the plays did did take the four get out of mulholland but dude you're the leader and and throughout an entire season i think i kept telling you guys yeah. this, like oh yeah. they'll figure it out like this is covid year they didn't get a training yeah. camp right they'll figure it out throughout the season to get to the alabama game and still not have any clue what the play call is no. the defensive coordinator needs to be fired not the safeties coach and the linebackers coach dude you're the one you're the leader and should the leader always get fired so should the players be charged the opportunity cost of what was earned? <laughs> Here, we go. Here we go. Here we go. Deduct it from the contract. Make it you buy. <laughs> <laughs> that show business, baby. Uh, <laughs> I was a businessman doing business things. Yeah. But, okay, so now moving forward in Gator football. We, we've broken down the past, right? Okay, yeah. they should have won versus Texas A&M. No question. They went in lazy. They didn't show <sighs> up. Like Matt famously says, did they even get off the bus yet? They did yet? not get off the bus. Yeah. Okay, Damn and, then, and then we have the LSU Sorry. game where you're you're caught up with it. You're, you're, we're good. Yeah. We're good. Stop. <laughs> okay. Yeah, stop pulling on it. Just, just tug it as hard. It's like a seatbelt. Yeah. Like, just get it. Like, anywho, just get it anywho. So all the okay. So then you get the LSU game, right? Mm. One game is fine to to show up. You get Wait, didn't get off the bus. But, 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 it's not fine. But, but was that LSU the week before shut out by someone like thirty two to zero the week before? Yeah, no, LSU sucked all year. So you can't you, – first of all, you got to destroy LSU. But anyway, if you don't I'm destroy them, look it's it up. So then you lose to LSU off some bullshit, right? The shoe throw. We were watching that Should've game, Should have never been close to begin with. Should have been whatever. a situation. Then you come to Alabama and you almost – you know, you, you can – if your defense was marginally better, you would have beat Alabama, LSU, and Texas A&M. You would have been in the playoffs, right? So now moving forward. Yes. That was the shot, by the way. That was the shot for Gator football. You had Kyle Trask, who had experience. You had Kyle yeah, Pitts, who was fucking... Going off. I mean, he's going to be a top five pick. Going off. You had Tony, the zombie 4.3 running Percy Harvin-esque wide receiver, yeah. right? Then you had the... Tran you had so many wide receivers. You had the transfer from Penn State. But now, okay, now looking forward. Amory Jones, no Kyle Pitts. No. No Tony. Mm, Who's no. going to step up? 
Is that are we going into a dark place of Florida Gator football? <laughs> no, I, I think if I, I'll, I'll kind of kick this off. So I I think that what we need to really bank on, and I it's it's a high risk high reward move, is incoming leadership. Are you going to have a freshman or a red shirt freshman who's going to just take the mantle, run with it, own it, and really just crush things at whatever position that is, but also demonstrate team leadership. Because I think otherwise, if you have this group of people kind of hoping to be greater than the sum of their parts, it's not going to work. You're going to need executive leadership to kind of drive through here. And I think best case scenario is you get somebody who's young early on who says, you know, maybe who, I'm just But gonna- who are you? You're talking about like a Tim Tebow type. Dude. Yeah, that's, that's definitely Dumb, that doesn't come around. Okay. Well, what I'm saying is that's back what I'm, to the original point with all of the loss of weapons. No, that's the what I'm defense saying. has to get like 40 times better. It's not and there. I don't think that's going to happen. It's not there. You have the same defensive coordinator who obviously can't communicate. And now you're going to have the Gator football program in five years of darkness because we can't get our defense together. Yeah. Amory Jones is our quarterback, and we don't have any weapons. Who, who did we lose on defense? Is it safe to say that defense will at least remain stagnant, like where it was? Yeah, I, pretty much. I think it's safe to say we can give up 40 points a game. Okay. Dude. I okay. think it's safe to say. So just to, just to close this out on LSU. LSU lost. If there's no improvement, we still suck. Yeah, I think we can okay, hold okay, that okay. line. Fair, dude. fair. So LSU lost to Mississippi State by 10 last year. LSU lost to Mizzou by 4. LSU lost to Auburn, forty-eight to eleven. Yeah, LSU okay. sucked. LSU lost to AM, twenty to seven. Yeah, they lost to Bama the week before us, fifty-five to seventeen, and they lost. They beat us by three. We went in and cocky. Then, we went in cocky. We went in cocky. There was and- all the hype around Trask. All the hype around Trask. He is the Heisman, and I agree. Trask had a great Heisman run, and my my heart says he should have been the Heisman. But like, we went into that game cocky. LSU sucks. Mm-hmm. Defending national champs. They suck. We went in, and again, we did not get off the bus. Nope. And so, so, so here, here are the top and ten I, gators. So moving forward, you think we're going into a dark period? Okay. So the way the dark periods work is it's it's a negative sloped line that eventually reaches like a valley, right, the base of the valley. So unfortunately, right now it's the, like we are on that slant. We we met our peak. We're at the tipping point. Malcolm Gladwell, you're welcome. Send me a book signed. We're going to go down now. Well, you got to submit that in the Eagle Scout. (laughs) (laughs) So I think think next year will still be like one of those years that we had, like the years we had after uh, like 08, 09, maybe 10, whatever it was. No, beyond even that with national championships, where it's like, you know, we only lose two or three games. But we're not we're not going to the national championship game. We're not even in the final four, if you will. Um, pending changes, of course, which I do think there should be more of a playoff schedule. But we'll say that for a different podcast. Like, I think this year is going to be tough. I think we're going to win some big games. I think we'll still win a couple big games. I think Emory Jones will have his moments. And but you're right, Sean. People, a, a collective group on offense and defense are both going to have to step up. We did keep uh, our defensive end, Carter, which is a big win, actually. Huge. He wants to get, you know, he's ingrained into this education vibe. For $200,000 a year, the four of us could have a huge <laughs> impact on the Florida Gators this year. Guy wants to get an education. What an idiot. So, so here's- but he could have he gone to the NFL two years. To be honest, he's NFL worthy. He could have gone to the NFL two years ago. He could have gone to the NFL this year, and he's staying to get his Why? complete degree, to get his education, to get his degree. I, I love it. I, I, it might have been Leonard Fournette, actually. I saw an interview with him with LSU. No, he might have left early, but someone said, like, my mom said I had to get my degree. I love that. Zach Carter is the, is uh, okay. the D lineman, dude. And so, I, uh, 
I love it. It's that. beautiful. Yeah. So, so here, here are the Gators going to the draft. I don't think it's beautiful. Fucking get your money, dude. Go Kyle, back and get that. You education. still can buy your mom a house. Kyle Not Pitts. if you get injured. Kyle Pitts, Kadarius Tony, Kyle Tom. Trask. Wait, does Tom. he have to, does he physically have Trayvon to Grimes, Kyrie Campbell. These are all the people we're, uh, left. We're still on. Marco Wilson. Are you listening to this? Sean Davis. Bye. We lost, dude. We, the, Brett Haggy. Suck, dude. Brett Haggy. Stone Forsyth. We lost Sean Davis. Evan McPherson. Lost... I was like, those are our top oh, ten. We at lost least. our kicker too. It's gonna be rough. I, I think Matt's right. Down slope here. Oh, he went to uh, the Chiefs, right? Last year, two years ago. Our kicker is anyone on the Chiefs? No, Evan McSpearson. We just finished. Oh, the new yeah. kicker. Yeah, the, the new guy. But the guy, guy from last two years ago went to the Chiefs. You know the Chiefs? No, no. Yeah, one hundred percent. Absolutely not. Who's the, the kicker for the Bears, dude? No, no, Eddie Pinheiro. You're Pinheiro's thinking of the it. Bears. No, 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 that's an FSU guy. Um, you're thinking of uh, Pinheiro's FSU. No, yeah, Casey. No, Eddie Pinheiro's UF. Chiefs. I'm thinking yeah, yeah. of uh, no. I'm telling you, our idiot? kicker went to the Chiefs. He was in the Super Bowl. Who is the FSU guy that had the brother then afterwards? I don't know. Who cares? I don't follow FSU, that team. Who gives a fuck? I don't follow that team. Right? No, you're wrong. Kansas City has Ryan Suckup. No, the name's That's the name's name. escaping me. So He's wrong. I guess I guess the vibe here is <laughs> Tommy and, Tommy Townsend. Tommy. That's yeah. a punter. Okay, well, kicker punter. <laughs> sports ball, Mike. Mike, sports. defend me here. Yes. Tommy Townsend plays for the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, he's yeah. a punter. Yeah, that's true. From, and he was two years ago. He's yeah. excellent. Yeah, okay. Punter. Well, Apologies. He wasn't very good in this He's a placeholder for the kicker. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Point but he's being, a punter, and he wasn't very good in the Super Bowl. What, that list you just heard is largely offensive weapons. So mm. you're you're diluting the ability to outscore people, which is borderline what, what got us our, our most yeah. recent record. Um hey, tell you win. Dead, by the way. And now Everyone, we're when you're looking, look straight away. And game. now we're that one died. Yeah. Okay. And and now we're full we can plug it in. Back to our roots, which is like strong powerhouse defense. No, but we don't have it. But we don't have it. You have a second battery though, right? It goes all blurry for some reason. <laughs> One's like uranium and one's an actual. This is a perfect. Yeah, this is a professional podcast. One's a battery, the other's a potato with a paper. (laughs) (laughs) It's a lemon, Mike. It was a lemon. It's a lemon, dude. Enough to blow up a house and be a serial killer. (laughs) So the question is, do we travel to Gainesville in 2021 to go to a game? I think yes. Well, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, dude, I'm so itching after COVID to go to a a UF. Dude, I had so much fun going to the. What was that? UF Tennessee. Two years ago. That was great. Yeah, UF Tennessee. So much fun. We got to go back. Have you been back as of two years? Two years. Yeah. Yeah. I was at a Tennessee game two years ago, I believe. No, we were there. You would have seen us. Oh, the year before. Three years, maybe. Jesus Christ. No, because it's every other year. Do you ever go back to... Wait, uh, Matt, you, were in game, you guys were in Gainesville like two years ago? Yeah. I was uh, doing recruiting for uh, the company I work for. <laughs> I, I think Matt had a weird like in and out that weekend. I was there the week before the game and then I left. That's what it was. Yeah, because I was traveling. This is when I was traveling. Yeah, we came in on Thursday. I, like, I want to go actually like see my, my girlfriend at the time. Not both girlfriends, just one. <laughs> now, they say a cheater always a cheater, dude. Now, dispel that into the <laughs> microphone. Yeah, that's a good dispel. So why... I would say a cheater is always a cheater. Until um, he meets the one? Until you meet the one. I mean, hands down, right? Like, I have zero interest in that right now. Yeah. Um, opportunities have presented themselves. Um, had conversations with my wife <laughs> I love about this. them. And I'm sure... And, like, I married up. She's probably had far more opportunities than me. <laughs> um, so, but that's... You just reach that level where it's like... I mean, like, I had I had my run, if you will. And you can offer me nothing. I mean, it's like... It's like... <laughs> Like not only will like I ruin your life, but like if we do this, like my 
my wife will also kill you <laughs> and then ruin both our I'll lives. So stop. Yeah, you're I'll you're you're fine. an imbecile. <laughs> yeah. Do you ever go back to Gainesville and think, damn, I should uh, the, the the nostalgia gets back at you and you're just like, God, uh, I could I, I could live here. <laughs> no, no, I still have individuals who were like my same class. Who are still in school at Gainesville? Wait, you do wait. get into that you that, met, uh, that Mr. Rich, yeah, Richie Rich. You met Rich. We talked about uh, abortion. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I like to I like to troll people when it comes. <coughs> let's break this down. I like to troll people when it comes to abortion. Clip it. Abortion. Is it right? <laughs> um, because people like feel very strongly, and I. Right. Don't care either way, and but I do like to like needle people. So what I like to do is use this scenario: your wife is having a baby. They say the only way to save what you can only save one or the other. One will die. You've used this on me at a bar while we were both drinking old fashioned. The sparrow, yeah, in Chicago, yeah, yeah, sparrow. Yeah. yeah. And so people always get angry because I always say <laughs> I would save the baby over the wife, and they're like, "No, you can have a new baby." And I know that, but I I, I want them to get angry, but so he, I say but, that. Hold on, there's there was a caveat. And I would do it. Adam said that the <laughs> child is Tim Tebow. <laughs> yeah. That's the that caveat. Is the caveat. That right. is and you know that ahead of time. Yeah, and you know that ahead of time. Yeah. Somehow. <laughs> yeah, somehow. Mike, what Mike, does that say Mike, about Mike, would you kill your wife or the child? As a serial killer, would you kill Tim Tebow? Yeah. Um, I think I'm going to let discretion be the better part of the killer. <laughs> He's not question. going there. That's that's the <laughs> political way of saying well, I'm not going there. Just explain to me this. I How think, are you uh, better than Nancy you know, Pelosi? To, huh? Well, you know, to <laughs> Just quote, uh, what's his name? Kenny Rogers. Or Schumer. You to to, <laughs> or McConnell. Know when to hold him. Know when to fold him. Know when to walk away. No when to cry. Is a cry. No, no, fight. no, no when no. to run is the, run. the end of it. Yeah. Uh, maybe I just want to cry. <laughs> No one to cry. Men are allowed to be emotional. You can cry and run. <laughs> Men can cry too, Mr. Lebowski. <laughs> Fucking A, man. <laughs> so here's here's the one piece. Here's here's the one piece of that hypothetical that doesn't make sense. Why are you making the decision to save either your wife or the child? Like what's Because happened? the doctor comes because it's funny to bring up in bars and watch people's heads explode. Okay. But, but because well, here's the, and, and I need I, I ask that because with, you know, just given the kind of, you know, artificial choice uh, that you articulated, I don't have enough information because it could go either way. The information is the doctor comes to you and says, your wife is giving birth. We can save one or the other. Who do you want to go with? And so my question would be, why are they not asking her? Well, she would always choose the baby. Yep. I mean, it's a tough subject because I'm no, about to have a kid. But right? you see, so. what, what, I'm, what I'm getting at is also uh, there's a legal question here that has to do with capacity, right? Decision-making capacity. 100%. So, so that's that's the other oh, – those are the other variables that, that I need. Like, is there – Why does it – why is the decision falling to me? Because, you know, because I am, Because it's a hypothetical bar question to get people angry. That's that's the only well, you reason anybody answer it like this before. So <laughs> so if indeed and and the distinction has to be wife versus girlfriend because you know, wife, she's your wife. So makes, okay, so make, in that case, it I harder. do fall within the sequence of decision makers if she's incapacitated. So now the question is, why is she incapacitated? What if she's named somebody else as her <laughs> surrogate decision maker? That doesn't matter. No, to you. It, it's uh, it, it's. 
it's surrogate decision making for maker for what and they'll and they'll you'll designate a surrogate decision maker for a limited period of time for a specific type of decision but based on how you answer the question determines if like if adam's able to take you home whether he uses protection or not so look <laughs> well so we've it's a great point but sean has this ever ever in any study come up or would any doctor ever ever decide this for anyone I don't know the answer to that. Uh, I, I don't. There's never been a birth where some one or the other could live. I feel like that's happened many times. I, I I think what usually ends up happening is the intention and the effort is to save both, and there's a moment where you Obviously. continuously, but but you continuously attempt to save both until maybe one doesn't make it. But I don't. I, I can't think of scenarios in today's world or under the the world in which I trained where the option is give yeah. up on one I mean, to save the other. It's full boat level 10 save both until proven otherwise and if they both die then that's that's just that uh, yeah that seems lame to me i'm not gonna lie we can we can talk about how that feels for four hundred dollars an hour <laughs> <laughs> speaking of which mike you've now made almost eight hundred dollars in the two hour mark that'll be ten thousand and we've lost <laughs> and we've lost like money eight hundred dollars <laughs> in two hours anyway i didn't mean to throw it. well yeah that was on the notes right no. Abortion? <laughs> Where are we? I think I covered that abortion note this that I didn't have. within a dream. Uh, well, we wanted to talk now about the your abortion, company, the but maybe abortion not. abortion was contained within the penumbras of the different Yeah, topics. well, no one answered the question. By the way. Well, I did answer the question. If just, my wife was giving birth, <laughs> just to trigger. No, if my wife was giving birth and the doctor, Sean, I wish it was Sean. It wouldn't be me. Just so I could see the shock on his face. <laughs> Make me sweat. Sean comes up to me. Hey, man, we got to save your wife or the baby. I choose the baby. I'm sorry. I just got to go with that. Because it will never be the same afterwards, Sean. She'll be like, why'd you choose me? Well, first of all, don't blame me for me. God damn it, Sean. Why'd you make me make this decision? This is I can't I I, I can't go with that answer because you're doing two things there. Your fortune telling and your mind reading, which are like two of the archetypal unhelpful thinking styles. So true, very true. That's, that's, I I, that's how I get in opinion. trouble with women. I try and think <laughs> for them. Opinion, it's, so it's a, fal- <laughs> it's a false choice and there's no right answer. Yeah. No, there, there is no right. I will say this just so I can cover myself for when there's no know, right I get answer, fired later. The there is answer. no right answer. There's no right answer, but it's for a different reason. But I'd save my wife. I, I would save the baby. Because it's Tim Tebow, Sean. <laughs> and the Gators need a quarterback. <laughs> and the Gators need a QB. <laughs> We really do, <laughs> but we do in 18 years. What did? By the re- way, you know, uh, fun well, here's, fact, here's Matt. The, here's Matt, the fun fact. Well, I want to get Matt's take on this. Fun fact: You know, Tim Tebow was supposed to be aborted, and then they changed their mind. That's where this all came up. Go ahead. Wait, I think you're talking about Kanye. I think, <laughs> you, I think you heard something. Both, about Kanye both again. memorable saves. I did not know. Uh, I had not heard that story. You were going to say something before I interrupted you, though. Me? No, Matt. I can't feel my face. I have no idea where <laughs> When I'm with you. <laughs> so, so Mike, you, you, you've had about two hours with each of us now, not to mention your historical relationships with all of us. Diagnosis. The 20 years collectively D- with all of us. Diagnosis. What is, what <laughs> condition does each of us have? Like personas. And free. why should Adam be institutionalized? <laughs> 
Uh, so actually, the the Florida Gators flag uh, is actually an unfurled uh, straight jacket, and uh, there's a linchpin that we pull out, and then it just snaps into place and just like cocoon wraps at him. <laughs> what if this entire podcast was actually like a um? Oh, what's the movie I'm thinking of? A Shutter Island sort of situation oh, wow. for Adam. Yeah. <laughs> Are you healthy? No, this. Do you remember? No, this podcast is like Adam's version of his his OnlyFans. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, yeah, you haven't paid me yet. <laughs> I pay, I've, I've paid you in nitro and prosecco. Okay, I'm gonna need a lot more nitro and prosecco. <laughs> well, we already somehow we drank two and a half gallons of nitro in like 24 hours. No, I mean, I, I guess what I'm saying in kind of a humorous way is like I I need a lot more information. You know, I think it's also you don't like shit where you eat, right? Like you're not gonna. Would you? Would you like? Do you separate like church and state when wow. it comes to like personifying clients versus friends? Or I mean, I know you do it subconsciously or consciously, but uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's it's uh, exactly like you don't treat friends and family members for a reason, like like you just don't, and um, it's uh, and and part of it in psychiatry is, uh, is the treater, the treating doctor is supposed to be like kind of a blank slate because one of the tools, <laughs> Thanks. I'm like caught in here, but, uh, because one, one of the, one of the tools that you use as a psychiatrist is the projection that the other person Light has of, uh, you know, pretty much their own like anxieties and biases and insecurities onto you, the blank slate of the provider. So that's, that's why like, you don't have that dimension when you're treating a friend or family member. Well, especially with the mind, right? Like if, if I get shot, like Sean might help me. Right. Mm -hmm. But like, like you, you don't tell oh, me. I'm, well, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, obviously. And, and by that, I mean like, actually like, sew me up. Don't just be like, Matt, <laughs> tell me how you feel with this bullet in your chest. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, it, it's, it, it's, uh, you know, it, it also, you're, that's, that's an emergent situation, right? I mean, it's, you know, consider priorities here. Like yeah. <laughs> what's, what's the higher priority stopping the bleeding or, uh, you know, adhering rigidly to some ethical guideline. Yeah. I mean, I, I treat my life, um, like I action things in order of triage. It's just, yeah. I mean, I think, I think, I think risk management is, you don't think you could diagnose me with initially right now or Matt or Sean. Complex. Thank you so much. Yeah, you're too complex. You're too advanced. You've known, you've known Matt since the Cub Scouts. You couldn't diagnose him? You're the holographic Pokemon Matt's card. We can't figure more out. complex. Too advanced. <laughs> too advanced. So I'm curious. So we're so, not a serial killer to, in prison. So what? So Matt's... I would need to I would need to enter into quantum super state arm bruster where I'm in like two places at once uh, to be able to solve that riddle. Not possible. And that goes beyond role play. Okay, so talking about role play. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of, <laughs> oh man, that didn't go how I wanted it to. I wanted to get diagnosed for free. Well, for free. <laughs> Pay if, you the man. if you have to ask, you can't Pay afford the man. it. Like crowdsourcing his medical care. Yeah. <laughs> so that, that was really the whole purpose of the first eighteen episodes was to get to episode nineteen and get free therapy. I feel like that's the centennial episode, uh, episode one hundred. Yeah, got it. You got it. It'll right. happen. This is FEMA. <laughs> Alex Jones is ninety nine. <laughs> 100 is psychoanalyzing. Let me tell you something, Joe. <laughs> I know the way I got the documents. <laughs> I'm just a humble water filter merchant. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, animal. Or vitamins, or I think he sold both. 
Yeah, both. Both, both, both. He, yeah, and he sold a um a a, a milkshake that had uh, like bone or, or bone like broth. bird bones in it or something that dino made, bones that made <laughs> dino bones. Dino did, bones. Did he just like scoop up dirt in the desert and was like, hmm, what's in this? My milkshake has <laughs> cactus fragments. <laughs> I'll tell you something, Joe. My milkshake brings all the boys to the yard. And damn right, it's it's better, better than, than yours. yours. Um, did we want to go around and, and talk about this concoction of a drink we have, which was supposed to be special, which turned out to be not special? It's kind of, I can just teach two, you. And just two Sure, two I can teach you, but I'd have to Three. charge. <laughs> um, okay, I did want to talk about, um, the grid. Like, the, the Yeah, I, I know I'm going, like, four hours back in this podcast, but. At this point, who cares? We all have incredible stamina. You can talk to my wife. What? The grid. <laughs> the toilets yeah, in the this Texas house, grid. The toilets in this house are directly connected to the grid and <laughs> directly inject human waste into the power grid. Which is entirely nitro energy. <laughs> That's so if anything, it's enhancing. But but Matt Why is Texas why does Texas have its own grid, Matt? Explain. I, I mean, I have because it's Texas, man. Like, it's Texas, man. You're out <laughs> of your league. The, take the two. So uh, I did. I did. Was, I was unaware of this. Even being in like the the grid and having climbed like hundreds of wind turbines in Texas as a forensic engineer um, years ago, a decade ago, um, prior to you know graduation. But it was like we have our own energy grid. There's like the West U.S. There's the East U.S. And then there's Texas. Mm-hmm. And so, to, 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 first of all, to learn that while I was like literally dressed in my like in my ski clothes, taking a nap on the sofa, and the home is our home is forty five degrees. Um, I'm like, wait, 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 t- wait a second. So, is this Texas's fault? Is this ERCOT's fault? Um, there's like conspiracies g- theories going around that because Texas. What's ERCOT? ERCOT is. Uh, well, we're all familiar with Epcot <laughs> being from Florida. <laughs> it's the Texas Well, yeah, so how UFC plays football, dude, so with Mickey all, Mouse ears on their helmets. All of Texas's energy comes from the Epcot roller coaster ball. <laughs> so go to Epcot. Help power. Please go to Epcot so I can have a warm house. No, um, seriously, what's ERCOT? So ERCOT is like the Energy Commission. Well, I don't know what the actual acronym stands for. I should. Um, uh, but <laughs> but here's, here's what's important about ERCOT. Like ERCOT is the supplier of the energy, but who I pay my electric bill to is Centerpoint Energy. So they mm-hmm. own the transmission lines and the infrastructure. Um, what is it? Electric Reliability Council of Texas. It not is not so reliable not so in much. a blizzard. Right, yeah. Uh, they're they're going to be like renaming themselves. <laughs> they're already rebranding, right? Just uh, <laughs> To Epcot. <laughs> so I pay my, uh, my electric bill to the individuals who own the transmission lines and the distribution of that power. Mm. Um, there are all, there are allotted a certain amount of energy based off the Texas only grid. What's interesting is I think it's 20 up to even 30% of all of Texas's energy comes from wind power. I am a huge proponent of clean energy. Um, despite working in like the oil and gas sector, I think it's incredibly important. Um, again, I used to work on these wind turbines and, uh, a lot of those shut down because what happens is ice that will freeze on those blades and the the hub is what they call the hub the central of the uh, wind turbine is like 100 meters up plus another 90 foot blade so ice will freeze on the blades and then it will throw first of all it'll be off kilter and it could damage oh, wow. it or it will throw a chart of ice off and then it'll kill some farmer's cow or something 
or destroy an oil well. <laughs> <laughs> More importantly, um, destroy an oil well. So all those shut down. But what about the cow? And anyway, moving. When on. it comes to demand, everyone's home is 45 degrees. So people are cranking their heat. There's a lot more energy demand. So demand is like skyrocketing. Supply is drastically oh, yeah. limited. You can do a simple X, Y axis comparison, hence rolling blackouts. So, and we, we, we actually would buy our energy from Mexico, but the wall got in the way. Um, <laughs> Whoa. We'll make it big. So we were actually trying to like source energy from the east and the west as well. But that storm, that polar vortex, whatever they're calling these storms, you say like, is it still La Nina for a winter storm, but Ellen, but a masculine form? Like, why is a hurricane masculine and a winter storm feminine? Anyways, I digress. So the storm's going across the U.S. And is so it just called El Nino, like the like the warm weather, warm water current phenomenon. But La Nina is the winter side of that. I guess. I, don't know. I know. I might have just made that up. So the storm's <laughs> rolling across the U.S. And they're like, the West and the East are like, hey, dude, we can't give you... At Texas, mm -hmm. you know, Lone Star State, we can't give you any extra power because we're experienced. We're doing rolling blackouts. By the way, we're not connected. But, right. So, And all these are already... Fro all these like generators, which are just locomotive diesel engines, are frozen because they're not using Bubble One. Um, <laughs> so... <laughs> well, that just revealed where you work, dude. <laughs> No, we're owned by uh, the Chinese. Anyway. <laughs> Who's owned by the Chinese? America. <laughs> <laughs> the U.S. So anyways, we didn't have any energy, um, and it was cold. So, and But we still have our own grid. And you talk about, like, Texas seceding from the Union or even, like, California seceding from the Union. But it's, I think when it comes into the energy infrastructure, it's even, like, more unique <laughs> with regards to that. So it's pretty fascinating. It was cold. Um, and we had to wear jackets in the house. So should should Texas stop with their own grid? It's my main question. No, because it's Texas. What do you mean, dude? I mean, there's a problem. The problem in the state. It was a. Uh, Let's give one... it to Joe Biden. He'll figure it out. First of all, the conspiracy theories are is entirely Joe Biden's fault. Sonny <laughs> Punch is now about politics. It's in the description. <laughs> Adam says with a Trump voice. Whoa! So we survived. Everything's fine. And uh, well, some survived. Some died. Yeah, some, some died. So just so here's a public service announcement for all the 16 to 18 year olds that listen to the podcast <laughs> in Chicago. Uh, if you're really cold in Chicago and uh, like when when I lived in Wicker Park, we had a fire pit on the rooftop, a couple of them actually. Mm -hmm. And uh, do not bring those fire pits into your home. Don't. If you lose power, carbon, they release carbon monoxide. Um, we've all seen movies that involve the mafia and, uh, it's like going and sitting in your car in the garage with it running to heat, you know, yourself or your family. And it's not the mafia. That's suicide. Okay. Well, thank you. Shrink. The, so <laughs> that actually, so that actually happened here in Texas where families were so cold. They went and oh. tried to warm up in their vehicles and did not open their garages and they died or even bringing in a propane fire pit. Um, into the house. Um, some houses burnt down. Um, others, families, the whole family was lost. None Don't of them woke it. up. Um, <clears throat> the silent killer, if you will, uh, just like Uranium-234. Um, <laughs> so just PSA for everybody there. Do not do that. Put on, just put on more clothes. Sunday punch about public safety. Well-being. It's really all we're about. Saving lives. <laughs> Saving lives. In a microphone. So I there is, you mentioned that 20% of a ballpark of Texas's energy comes we, from I mean, we wind, have like more or less 18 devices here that could answer this question in 10 seconds. Um, <laughs> I'd rather just debate. But no. loosely, lo we, no. can, we can do an over. I would say that I'm going to guess 28%. Give me a number. Give me a number. 30. 15. A number for what now? Okay. Uh, so uh, <laughs> you're out. How much 
Kilowatt. Texas energy. Because what I'm interested is, in is from wind. You know, what is what is the blend here? If it is, is it wind plus solar plus <laughs> Holy shit. how much? Like 24.8%. I love the extra decimal. 24.8%. 24. 24. And ERCOT, EPCOT, but for oh, yeah, energy okay. and taxes report on generating capacity listed the top sources of power in the state. Natural gas is 51%. Wind is 24.8%. Coal is 13.4%. How do they determine that? Is that is that like like kilowattage Math. or is that like revenue? Like how do they... 24% of what? Like, what is it? A I'll send you of? the HBR article. Algebra. 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 Arithmetic. <sighs> okay. That's interesting. So we're but all that, learning something. But that's a valid question, right? We say 24.8% of what? Like, I would assume it's kilowatt usage, not production. Maybe it's even production, but then maybe we sell it to the east and west and we sell it to Mexico. So you're into this. I want to talk about your company. I want to talk about. Tell us about the algae. <laughs> Just tell Can us about Can we talk the about the company or no? It's off limits. Let's move on. No, it's uh it it was a top 5 Fortune 500 company. You're not going to say it on the on It the is uh ExxonMobil. Thank you. Um <laughs> I'm employed by the ExxonMobil Corporation. Um I am not involved with, you know, the uh natural gas or anything like that. So I'm uh, as I said earlier in the podcast for those of you who have made it this far. <laughs> It'll which, be a clip, dude. This is the ExxonMobil clip. Okay. So for those of you who made it this far, Incredible stamina. Um, but uh, for those of you, <laughs> yeah, who just admin, a quick update. We're at two hours and seventeen minutes. Wow. Um, welcome, Chris. Welcome, Chris. <laughs> the only we one have left. two people that listen every single time. Yeah. Okay. A- Adam's mom. <laughs> yeah. And my mom. Yeah. She'll listen to the entire thing. So uh, I know we have like a whole global team that's uh, focused on clean energy. That's not my forte right now. Um, I'm not focused on dirty energy. Um, but right now we're I'm focused on the oil aspect, the finished product that goes in your automotive vehicle or in your commercial vehicle or in your industrial application. That's my focus. Okay. So and like our t- one of our top focuses when it comes to our business development analysis is and, and handling these accounts is like how to teach you to use less of our product. Mm. Right. Because you you gain a lot of efficiencies with a business, especially on the industrial side. It's like, okay, well, I'm changing my oil. Let, let's I could talk to you all about vehicles, but living in Chicago, we've had this conversation and it's been frustrating. Uh, <laughs> this this young man right here, uh, recent owner of a, a Mercedes vehicle, uh, which by the way, are factory filled with a mobile product that's rebranded Mercedes. Um, he could not, go- Not just a Mercedes vehicle. An AMG <laughs> Mercedes vehicle, right? Um, so like you could go get your oil changed every, let's just say 5,000 miles, right? Um, but with certain products, you may only need to get it changed every twenty thousand miles. Wait, wait. So let's let's uh, consider what the rationale is for changing it every five or ten thousand, because I'm sure there's a scientific reason, but then there's also a risk management reason that might come to a completely different conclusion. If it costs like ten dollars to change your oil, but it's rated for like a hundred million miles or whatever, why would you not just go ahead and change it after a hundred million miles, Matt? I mean, so it's it's rated. That sounds like a drive, great commercial. Drive from <laughs> my car has a hundred million miles, and it's run off Earth, algae from the <laughs> Earth to the sun and back. Answer the question, man. <laughs> These are the tough questions. So yeah, so if if it costs ten dollars and it's a hundred million miles, I'm pretty sure that's a strong cost benefit analysis. Yeah. in your favor. Um, and that's what otherwise, I'm saying, like, because like, why not 
do it if it if it knocks yeah. your risk of some engine related malfunction or some oil related malfunction from you know one percent down to 0.1 percent why not so yeah and a couple of things so usually a, a vehicle your personal vehicle um especially for those of you who are just now learning to drive our 16 year old audience um like 16 to 18 16 to 18 or becoming expert drifters um <laughs> at 18 um yeah like your vehicle usually represents your second largest investment uh, behind your home and usually that's after college obviously not 18 unless you got daddy's money um daddy so oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> so daddy's money or or your mother's or mommy's money hey, come on or stepmommy's money it's 2021 yeah i know forgive me God, um, if it's Zer's God, money, yeah it's or you just won the lottery it's current year matt <laughs> <laughs> it's current year evergreen content <laughs> <laughs> it's not tony yeah it's not tony god so, damn it. let me redo that line Come on, man. It's it's current year, dude. <laughs> it's current year. <laughs> We've been living off algae for 30 years now. <laughs> I'm, I'm living in 2050. Um, it's current yeah. year, Matt. <laughs> yeah, I need another algae injection. <laughs> so what is what, what is the biggest existential threat to Exxon right now? Ooh. Or oh. its competitors, people in that same industry? I, I honestly do not think it's clean energy. I really think so. No, no. With with an enterprise resources that these huge like energy companies have, like they will pivot and they will be successful. Mm -hmm. Like it will happen. Um, now I do think there will be like continued consolidation. I think recently there was uh, an article about how apparently Chevron and Exxon were talking about a merger. Right. Look at look at the mergers that happened like in the '90s between Exxon and Mobil. Right. Like when they did break up Standard Oil. Um, there will be significant consolidation in that, and as there are in like a ton of industries right now going on anyway. So you look at the Great Recession of like 2008 and 2009, and you saw a huge um, like merging and converging and compression in like spaces, whether it be well, tech or whatever. Well, the same I, thing's going to happen. Break after down, this. Can I break down Sean's question a little bit more? Because it, is it is it the biggest threat to uh, the value of Exxon stock, or the biggest threat to? the job security of Exxon's employees, because those would have maybe two very different answers. I, I, I would use more um, accounting principles on this. And what I'm thinking of specifically is return on equity, return on assets, these mm -hmm. kinds of things more than, than job security. So how well are they doing with the resources at their disposal? Because an existential threat would, in theory, jostle that to the point where they're not getting return on their assets. They're not yeah. getting return on invested equity, these kinds of things. So I believe this year was, uh, and you all can Google the articles. I haven't dove into them. But I believe this year was the first year that like we reported losses since the merger. Well, here's, mm -hmm. And the yeah. tune of like a bit like a billion dollars. Not like, can I, can yeah. I throw in my two cents before Matt tanks the stock? <laughs> <laughs> XOM, short it. <laughs> short option. No, it's going up, baby. It's a $65 stock. Yeah. I think the too, Watch. Too many yeah. Matt literally, by the way, by the way, quick sidebar. Matt literally has XOM stock on his phone right now. I pulled it up. up the, yep. the house is just made from Exxon stock. <laughs> the trusses are know. compressed. Now, go ahead, Mike. Go watching ahead. the video. Um, what was I going to ask? Uh, oh, okay. What if it's like, I mean, I'm going to put my tinfoil hat on here for a second. And yeah, block say, the aliens, block the voices. Here's another thing I know like, like F all about. Uh, what if it's what, like maybe the biggest threat to it would be AI in that um, you have a, you have an interface or a synergy between humans and, and artificial intelligence that like ramps up innovation exponentially mm -hmm. so that your, um, your your hardware assets or whatever are obsolete, like way fat. Get are 
you know, they're obsolete <clears throat> way sooner than they should. So you've, you've, you've made this massive capital uh, investment thinking, you know, we're, this is going to get us, you know, this is going to remain profitable for 50 years, except it's obsolete five years later because somebody built a better mousetrap. So I would say though, when it comes to these huge like producers in that space, like we all work together. Um, and I would say we're at the leading edge of that technology. Now, will there be individuals that fragment aspects of the market? Of course. Um, and that's when they get acquired. And that's when we pay them an EBITDA of 20x for their technology and, and take them over. But when Yeah, but there's but Reddit exists. <laughs> and maybe Don't Reddit will be ex- may, maybe Reddit will be at some of the downfalls at all. Yeah. <laughs> um but you, you bring up a good question when it comes to employees. So we just went through, and this is all publicly available information, like uh, significant layoffs on a global scale. Um, and, and there may even be more to come. Was one of those the whistleblowers? The whistleblowers. Remember the whistleblower the for Exxon? No. He brought up how the ranking system wasn't. Oh, right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember reading, I remember that article popped up and like actually I had a colleague. That was on the Wall Street Journal, by the way. Yeah, I had a colleague share that with me. Um, by the way, I was like, hey, look, like. Can you have- explain the backstory of that? Yeah, I, I can uh, shed some light on how our rating and ranking system works. And um, I, I've been in roles where I, I, I have to rate and rank people. And I've been in all, all my roles, I've been ranked and rated. And uh, <coughs> I. <laughs> that, that sounded bad from a certain angle. <laughs> At a in all my roles, <laughs> all my roles. Sorry, I uh, coughed because I. <laughs> I, don't, I have no idea why I actually laughed. <laughs> it's like all my roles. I've been ranked and rolled. I mean, oh, it, dirk, 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 Muhammad Jihad. Wow, he is good. Anyway, go ahead. So I believe the system truly rewards um, by default, like the top performers, right? Like, but it, it definitely. Like, How does the ranking work, though? Okay, so it's originally now it's changed over time. So you're, you're grouped with your peers who are a similar classification level, and uh, who have maybe like what we would say like similar responsibility as you. Now maybe in a different business unit, but have you know similar responsibility. And there's a grouping of those individuals, and it's just simply a, be- a bell curve, right? Yeah. Like you're ranked based off your performance, and you're either uh you know top. It's changed over time, like top third, middle third, bottom third. Now it's like top fifth, two fifths, three fifths, four fifths, five fifths. Um, Eventually it'll be an eighth. Yeah. And they might even like slice and dice it even more. Um, if, I, if, I, if I got ranked in like the bottom uh, fifth and they were going to fire me, I'd, I'd probably start my, uh, my, my like uh, uh, whatever defense uh, with like, if a banana is bruised, you don't throw away the banana and then blah, 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 blah. You put it in a smoothie. <laughs> Um, so that's how that works. And then based off that, like your rank and that, that has implications on your potential, your, uh, your salary. Um, now this year was a very unique year. Um, we, we learned that uh, now just, uh, just to hit on that point. Yeah. The wall street journal article said that oh, yeah. that guy's ranking was very high until he spoke out at a company meeting. And then after that meeting, his rank completely tanked mm. so anyone who has worked with me with an mobile knows i'm incredibly outspoken um even most recently as of uh, two days ago i presented to hundreds of people and i finished my two-minute speech with an m&m quote obviously um so i but i think that's very important especially with some of these uh large corporations and enterprise companies um 
Like you well, need can to I, be can outspoken. I ask a question? This guy that spoke out at a meeting, did he do something that was out of character for him? Like, in other words, was he usually like that's a good point soft-spoken was he did he you know was he not one to i guess upend the apple cart and then he did that and now people had to adjust their you know av mental avatar of who he is as a person characterologically and that affected his ratings i mean of our eighty thousand employees i have no idea who this person is at all um now could he have a supervisor who was a little butthurt and you know the individual spoke out and they maybe approached it in a malicious manner. Maybe I have no clue, right? But that, like, that's corporate America. That actually, that's even small business America. That's yeah. That's, that's anywhere that's in the world, yeah. right? Yeah. So uh, potentially, well, and, yeah. I uh, mean, people, people will, people, the vast majority of people, <laughs> well, are thinking but, emotionally all the time, and then they kind of rationalize post hoc. To the opposite point, other companies don't have this bell curve ranking system, though. It's just political. Oh, wait, right? it's a bell curve? How do you norm that? I don't know. How do you create the bell curve? And and it's and I don't when you when you say like whistleblower, like that means like they're they're exposing what would be like an illicit or illegal activity. And I, I don't see it as an illicit or illegal activity. But what is interesting is the uh, rating and ranking system was originally created by Enron and we know where well, they well, ended. Let's, <laughs> well, let's, let's consider this. Let's consider this. So uh, I mean, fact check me on this, but if you have a if you have a bell curve if you're, if you're fitting a curve to a sample, um, you, you're, 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 you're considering something that is a measurable quantity. Like it's not just subjective because otherwise you're going to end up with like a bimodal distribution and all mm -hmm. that stuff. So like, I think there's another variable here because if indeed this, uh, this ranking system is that objective that you can fit a bell curve to it, then I'm I'm wondering, did he fuck up something else? And are, is this a correlation versus causation situation? Like he out, he spoke out at a meeting, and then he, you know, shot himself in the foot some other way, and now he's just like editorializing uh, and smash cutting to I spoke at a meeting, and therefore, you know, my my ratings went down, which is like the logic of a two year old. So I would say this individual, so if, if this individual, let's say this individual was terminated recently or uh, had an involuntary separation from the company, given like the extremely constrained COVID environment that's that we've experienced in this sector, um, the way that from what I understand, I was not part of any discussions. Um, obviously, I didn't even have a, I was on a special project. I didn't have any employees reporting to me. I didn't have to make any of these tough decisions on who at this time to get rid of. I've, I've had to make those decisions before, but not recently. Um, they looked at an individual's performance historically with the company. So this individual who maybe spoke up during some meeting, if they were separated, and I'm, again, this is all part of this article, like they had to have been the, pop tw the bottom 20% or 10%, whatever the number is with the corporation. And like that would be like throughout that individual's career. It's like they look at the trends. Let's say the person with the company for five years or, or maybe even 10 years and had four different managers. They looked at those trends. Like, there's not going to be something that's like an outlier where it's just one manager and that person didn't get along that made that decision for the termination. It's going to be a trend line saying, like, okay, in this role, this person did not perform exceptionally. In this role, this person did not perform exceptionally. In this role, they didn't perform exceptionally. Oh, and they spoke up at a meeting. So that's the final straw. Maybe. I don't, I just, I've never seen that within my career there. So. But, but to get the title of a whistleblower or something like that, like you think Watergate, right? Like, 
but to get a whistleblower because oh, Exxon Mobile has a ranking Watergate, system. I don't think Watergate was a whistleblower situation. So, so, the, like but but you believe you believe in the you believe in the in the system though. And the system has yeah. evolved since I've been there. But yes, I believe that you have to have some system to identify exceptional and subpar performance with any business, and you want to surround yourself with the top talent to like progress your business objectives and good business. Well, yeah, goals. I mean, you have to like kind of continually. Trim Check. the fat. You have to. Well, you have to. You, you know, you have to. There is like sort of a barracks inspection you have to perform yep. on your. Just speaking as a small business person, like you do, kind of have to like. You have to measure performance, and you have to identify weak spots and work on those weak spots because. And sometimes that results in a termination with someone who earns the title as a whistleblower. So yeah. I think I know. I mean, dude, I mean, th the positives of it are evident. Like, let's relate this back to sports. The Redskins, they had a Washington football team. Yeah, exactly. The Redskins had a, uh, a, a, a whistleblower come in and uh, was was talking about sexual harassment within the organization. Yeah. At higher ups. Right. So they the Redskins had um. They had a, a you know a whistleblower and and then they adjusted. They had to, even I, if they didn't want to. I feel like the the title of whistleblower should be applied post hoc once you've identified that there is a clear concern about a moral or ethical transgression, well, versus a I don't agree with the assessment that I received right. or that no, was built into. No, the difference here would be. And the, and the conspiracy theory in the Wall Street Journal was he had high performance. Then he said, hey, I don't think we should be doing this, this, and that, like as in a public forum. And then after that, that's when they said, "Okay, no, you, know you just got pinged. You fucking get fired. No, you know how I know that's bullshit? <laughs> <laughs> Here's how I know that's bullshit. I." Uh, Employees have way more leverage over their bosses than than they think. Um, like the la like firing somebody is hard, not like just because of the emotional maybe angle of it, which is very of varying importance to any given boss. But there's a practical side too, which is that employee is there for a reason. Uh, if you fire them. You're probably going to have to replace them, which sucks, which is time consuming and costs yep. money in terms of opportunity costs and maybe like literal costs if you have to onboard someone. So like it's kind of a almost like a what's good for the goose is good for the gander situation. And why would if, if this person voiced, you know, this has nothing to do with whether his concerns were genuine or, or well-meaning, um, but why would why would Exxon do something nefarious? Like, even if they thought they could profit in the short term, it's in their interest to not like F around in that regard. Yeah. Uh, I mean, this is, I'm not even giving them the benefit of the doubt. I'm just taking, uh, I'm kind of doing the paleontologist thing where you get like a little knuckle bone of information and then you reconstruct the rest of the Tyrannosaur mm -hmm. from that. No, I get it. Yeah. And Her booty so, and biggest Jurassic. I got it. Yeah. Now, I mean, it's, it's, it's a little bit of foot in the mouth situation with why would Exxon do something nefarious? I and mean, this is not to, you know, sully anyone's good name or anything. Um, you know, on the trying, I'm end, not suggesting the they did anything somebody, nefarious on the tail end of somebody mentioning Enron, I guess, which did a lot of things nefarious yeah, turns yeah. out. 
Uh, so no, I, I think it's bullshit. It's a little too on the nose. And that's kind of one of my, uh, uh, red flags for hmm. when. Yeah. So story, you think Wall Street Journal is fake news. That's kind of one of my red flags for when a story is fake news. Yeah. Wall Street Journal is fake news. A little too auspicious for this guy. Like, I would just like to confirm that yeah. you think Wall Street Journal is fake news. Yeah. Okay, well, I think this story is fake Clip it. News. Clip it. <laughs> okay. I, I think this story is <laughs> Okay. Again, I haven't read the story. I'm going purely off of what you guys are saying, but mm-hmm. purely off of what you guys are saying is just not passing muster in my mind. We're, we're, we're missing the other half of the story. I agree. And it's, it's – It doesn't pass in my mind either. I mean, mm-hmm. dude, disgruntled employees happen all the time. Right? Yeah. I mean, it's – So, yeah. oh, I spoke out of it. This is why. Yeah. That's, yeah, every, that's, every, your, that's yeah, your side. Every disgruntled ex-employee has a reason, has a, you know, perfectly it's, logical it's, sounding explanation. Yeah, like, why, like the they, women at the Washington Redskins, they were like, hey, you should show your tits more, right? That was Adam's, their side. Adam's trolling us now. Cleavage, cleavage. So, uh, yeah. That was their side. Not touching it. <laughs> if you're on the opposite side. And you're seeing it. I mean, obviously, hello. You have to. to, You're the Washington Redskins. Like, let me see some, right, Sean? I was going to recycle the Kenny Rogers quote uh, as a as an outro, (laughs) but um, you know, (laughs) that's showbiz, baby. That's showbiz, baby. That's what I would have told the Redskins employees. Also, that the employee doesn't get. No, I mean, I was going to say no. That that's not showbiz. Like me pausing awkwardly was showbiz. Oh, okay. um, no, that's not not, not that's, telling that's, the girls that's, to wear their blouse dude, is a little bit undone. Is oh, not God, that's yeah. horrible. Show, showbiz is not. That's so horrible. I'm telling you what the Redskins said. No, that's horrible. Dude. I'm don't kill the messenger. I'm the one. <laughs> I'm the one relaying the information, right, Sean? The, the, that's that's apples to oranges. Right? Talk like, about the Redskins. It's Washington football team. Exactly. And I, I don't really think about that information. <laughs> what, what I would say with the, as Mike pointed out, the information we've been given um, is that, you know, the, the employee at a company in, in a way surrenders their ability to self-judge uh, and to be judged within the standards of that company. Exactly. And I think that if, if you're going to say my, my tenure here, my ability to be promoted, my compensation, my standing within the institution is based on your preset rules. And if I don't perform and you can demonstrate where I've not performed mm-hmm. and I've been ranked along that, that's, that, that, that's just playing well, by think, the rules. I think what makes, what makes a, a, an employee a good employee in this regard, the capacity for feedback to, to register feedback and to, you know, correct behavioral issues accordingly and, com- and, you know, comport themselves in a way that is conducive to, you know, sustaining their employment, advancing through the company uh, is also what makes a good therapist a good therapist or a good psychiatrist a good psychiatrist, which is the ability to sort of see beyond the like behavioral veneer that someone projects and then also to kind of put themselves in the other person's shoes and to uh, comport themselves according to that signal versus the bluster and bullshit that's on the outside because there's a lot that's kind of lost in translation there. <clears throat> I like it. So Matt, when will you be CEO? <laughs> <laughs> After this podcast, never. After this podcast, absolutely never. Um, no, it's it's tough. Like I, I mean, within within corporate America, like the whole like a blouse kind of situation, absolutely unacceptable. Oh, right, no. immediate termination. Like, well, the, the what I just brought up with the Washington Redskins, right? Like you you can't even put that in the same bucket as like something you would see. Football I team. think well, I think for the most part, I, I can. What speak was that, Sean? Exxon, but not towards 
anyone else. I mean, it's just that's immediate, like flagrant foul termination, right? Right. right Absolutely. Right. Yeah. So um, the Redskins should have got fined for that. Football team. Fined. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a that's a different world. So that's. <laughs> I'm not the, touching I, that. I'm in the energy sector. I'm uh, not. I do not work for the. Wait, are they still called the Redskins? No. <laughs> it's Washington football team. He does okay. this every time. It's That's the Washington, Washington you football team. and baiting us again. Can't wait until his team's called the Baltimore yeah, Sports Association. Out like the last eleven. Minutes. No, I'm gonna keep it in, and it's gonna be called the Washington Redskins <laughs> versus Exxon Mobil Supreme versus Court Exxon case. <laughs> but isn't it funny though? Like. Um, you know, all of these, like, I mean, this is a giant corporation, the Washington Redskins. And, um, can't be helped. But <laughs> what, was, what were their, like, net earnings, like, their net revenue last but year? To, but to be honest, from, like, you know, y- you think, like, people are going to act professionally, right? And because they're a professional organization, but they don't act professionally. The Washington Redskins, Stop. instead. <laughs> Stop. Stop. Game over. <laughs> instead, they harass their employees, right? And this is 2021. This happened in 2021. Yeah. Their net, so, their net revenue is half a billion a year. So they're still doing great, right? Wow. It's revenue. But you would think like high professional, right? But in the end, it's it's just a bunch of uh, frat boys. It's a just fucking around even in their 40s. Franchise, the Washington <laughs> yeah, Redskins. Really? You gotta wonder, oh, excuse me, the Washington, yeah, That's what they're doing. Uh, yeah, you, you gotta wonder who's running the show here. They're like, called the Washington football team now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I caught I, I, I that there. One of the things they had to send out, like a corporate memo slash like message on, was not how do we improve the organization substantively, but rather like what are our cheerleaders up to? One of one of the few. Yeah, you should your boobies more. Wait, time out, time out. My wife cares about all of us, and she, being a sweetheart that she is, because we we sent her to the spa today, everyone, just uh, so we could host this podcast in our home. But let's just say it's her home. She runs this house. <laughs> um, she did say. Would you gentlemen like any more Prosecco? Yes. Because oh. we've gone through nine bottles in two nights. <laughs> so nice. Um, so is that a yes? Tell her you only drink rosé, <laughs> which we know is I'll not see true. You later. I'm, off. I'm, <laughs> I'm leaving. Yes, Prosecco. Prosecco. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great, great thing. It's good but, for the but hot But my tub. point being, and this is going to bring me to our next thing. Please, please. The Washington Redskins, all of their executives acting like children. Let's tie it all back in. Speaking of acting like children, Matt still plays Xbox, right? Okay, okay. His favorite game is what? Battlefield? Wait, wait. So so children? Calm down. I'm bringing it it back, dude. I'm bringing it back. He still... He he loves Xbox. He likes playing what? Battlefield? Uh, Battlefield V or 5. Battlefield V, 5. 5? Yeah, okay. So all men... Basically, act like children, even when they're in their later years. So, I want to go from that Xbox, Battlefield Five, uh-huh. playing with guns. We have a gun right on the table here. I would like to yeah. do a little review of the uh, of the of the gun you have here. Sure. And I'm gonna leave. <laughs> I have to use the bathroom, but I, you... I'm gonna come back and I'm gonna grab the AK. No, it's uh, I can't. I don't know. So, first of all. Gun safety is incredibly important because Mike and I were taught this. Sixteen and eighteen our... year olds should start thinking about it. <laughs> In our rifle merit badge, in our shotgun merit badge, in our archery merit badge, safety first. And uh, uh, I've been exposed to weapons my entire life. Being was just with my family, like we've just had guns. Yeah, likewise. Right? Like, likewise, um, whether it be living in Miami, Florida, where at it's cheaper to fire assault rifles into the air than it is to purchase fireworks. And my <laughs> given my birthday being on a 
a holiday where fireworks are are <laughs> launched. Um, I experienced as a child, and my parents were like, we need to get inside because that's an AK-47. Bullets are so expensive, though. Now. Not yeah. then. Not then. So, I mean, you, you were down there in Homestead. I yeah. mean, they, they were shooting weapons yeah. instead of fireworks. Yeah, I'm just trying to think, like, how much are fireworks? Like, So you can do your cost-benefit analysis. I'll, I'll uh, <laughs> <laughs> go into this. But so we... Um, it's just been something that I've always been around and safety is the most important part. Um, uh, and we learned that not, that was just like with my father and our family and also then absolutely um, additionally like reinforced at actual shooting ranges in Cub Scouts. Right. So, um, it's just been a part of that. My, my, my wife had never shot a weapon in her life ever. Yeah. She just got home actually. Um, so my wife had never shot a weapon ever. And our first date where she came out to visit me in Texas, we uh, went to the gun range where I had purchased her some pink Mozzie Oak safety glasses and pink Mozzie Oak camo um, earphones. And uh, this is our first date. And she's like, I will never touch a gun, whatever. And I uh, owned an assault rifle, an AR-15. It's I, I was going to have it for the segment, but I don't know where the key is to the safe. <laughs> so I can't access the weapon right now. Um, but uh so she fired her first weapon ever, and it was a Daniel's Defense AR-15 with a, uh, uh, a suppressor, uh, the scope, the works, and the smile that overcame her was uh, infectious and incredible. Um, so that's kind of like my experience. But yes, we do have a, a weapon here on the table. It's been here the entire time. In the flesh. Door In the you. flesh. There is... Uh, You'll see I have the the barrel pointed away from everyone. And now except Adam's Adam. except Adam's walking across the screen now. Adam, but uh Adam, man down range, man down range. True to form, Adam walks in front of the gun. So uh <laughs> there is uh you can see here like it's it's currently open. There is no round in the chamber, there are no bullets in the actual clip. Um so again, safety first. Uh this was taken out of a safe that requires not only a combo but also a fingerprint scan. Um, especially with our, our first child on the way. That's incredibly important. Um, but this is a Glock, I believe it's a G7. Um, highly recommend uh, a Glock weapon. Um so it's um for those engineers out there and the 16, 18 year olds that are still building their 20,000 piece Millennium Falcon Lego set, um, <laughs> this is the Legos of handguns. Um, ton of aftermarket accessories and parts. I've done nothing to this one, it's completely stock. Um, and uh, this is the G7, which is designed for competition and like marksmanship shooting, which I was a part of the marksmanship team in, in uh, ROTC. Um, and with that, Mike, do you want to share the experience of you were with me when my wife purchased this weapon for my birthday um you were with me at the range oh my again my again my wife runs the home and she's now telling me where the key is that i had no idea even existed um i'm just here paying her rent uh no there this is the this is the biometric fingerprint and code safe the ar is in a separate manually locked safe oh, I see. Okay. um so and then the like, ammo is in a separate safe right you didn't, That's you didn't how... just like shuffle it around and wait for the atoms to all perfectly align no no i i like lit some like certain smoke machine matches and sang a song and then the safe opened <laughs> um so we have this glock here now mike do uh this is the glock um again no one is downrange but as you can see, chambers open, not a single shot in the round. You can see that because of the orange you see here. Um, so if I, oh, sorry, wrong camera. Yeah, so if I were to actually close the chamber, I will then take the actual clip out. Again, no mm -hmm. ammo. I've confirmed that there is no bullet in the chamber. 
Um, Mike, do you want to walk us through the purchase experience and then the first round that I ever fired at the range through the barrel of this weapon? Um, it, I'm a little fuzzy on the purchase experience. Uh, I think I, I, I talked him into like giving you like a free box of ammo or something. We did get that with it. Yep. And, um, and then we went to the range and, uh, oh, and then they, they gave me a free monster energy drink too. So <laughs> they did. They, they just did. a little fuzzy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, cause otherwise it would have cost. It was a four loco. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, anywho, so we, we went on the range and then, uh, the first thing, so Matt loaded it and, uh, being technical here, <laughs> um, and, and then just like almost, I don't want to say you held it sideways, but just like <laughs> almost, uh, and that's what a gangster, you know, is, I, son. in, in almost cavalier fashion, like without like, like aiming really intentionally, just like pointed it down range essentially and pull the trigger and like got a perfect bullseye no seriously on the very first shot yep 100 percent very first shot complete luck perfect bullseye the one chooses the wizard mr potter (sighs) yeah it was uh and to the point where like come come mr bond you know you enjoy killing just as much as I. so it it actually being the first shot i'd ever fired through the weapon because like i didn't even like test fire before i purchased it i fire the shot and i'm like where did that go because it it perfectly cleared um the white out of the bullseye mm. perfectly clear and i'm like i'm like did it even fire is the gun broken does it not work was i've just sold like this is like guns made out of wax <laughs> right and uh <laughs> sure enough i i then pushed the button to bring the target it was at maybe 20 25 feet i pulled bring the target up i'm like that was a perfect bullseye i like mike's just like <laughs> how did that <laughs> oh happen? my god um so that was my first and that's the only actually the only time i've, I've shot this weapon um since since purchase but highly recommend the glock 45 acp nine millimeter nine millimeter mm-hmm. um holds up to 16 16 in the clip 17 with one in the chamber yeah. if you uh, carry it live um so a lot of people don't like this one because of its size uh when you get your concealed uh like permit here in texas uh, there are people um who go to like the grocery store like a lot of it's texas right we have our own energy grid and a lot of people have their own like firearms that they carry with them all day in their vehicles etc so uh I don't do that. I don't have a need for that. Um, but um, holding the gun sideways, Mike, that's just because I'm from Dade County, baby. Um, so it's just, <laughs> it's just part it. of our our like DNA. Um, but yeah, so highly recommend that if uh, if you're into that. But I, I have not actively gone. To, I would love to take you all to the range. Let's we should it. go and and and, sh- and utilize uh, these. But otherwise, it just sits in a safe and uh, it's prepared for a zombie apocalypse. wonderful i think you know because you talked about the sideways holding i think it's time for us to react to a rap song i mean we're two hours and 50 minutes in safety first i'm just safety uh, first here everything's good so what i'm gonna do right now is i'm gonna put on a a song by cardi b a lovely woman i love her i i seriously would marry her in like four seconds but (laughs) Um, it's Dude, it's a, a it's a song. A... It came out a long while time ago in in Instagram world three weeks ago. Right, and uh, I yeah, I looked this morning. I couldn't find any brand new rap songs that kind of caught my fancy, so we could kind of catch the you know be a, a, above the curve. But Cardi B up. I think it's a good song. I want us to react to it. Because uh, we do this at the end of now. It, yeah. It's become a tradition. It's become a, we, 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 we do like this at the end of our videos. And uh, it's, it's become very popular. So I want to put up Up 
on the on the screen here. So this is like when they turn the lights on at the club when they're like last call for closing. Yep. That's time. you playing the uh, rap song. It's like okay, Every the podcast. Is, yeah. That's how you know the podcast <laughs> is over. You put on you put on a rap song and we all react to it. And and what we're going to do here is we're going oh, uh, to pause it, it periodically. Right? I got it right here. We're going to pause it periodically and comment. And I'm hoping for a lot of good comments from Mike. So this is Cardi B, and it's called Up. Yep. Now, Cardi B is on a vibe right now where she's... Uh, <laughs> is it on you, the screen? You got to cast. Not yet. So cast a little Okay, bit. I'm casting right now. Cardi B, Up. Wait so for it. Up. Hold on, what's it say? Ready to watch. Sunday desktop successfully linked to this device. Choose a YouTube video on your phone, tablet, or laptop, then watch here. So maybe when you push play, it just starts. No, I don't think it does. Damn it. I think you need to get out of YouTube and just let me cast. I'm not even in YouTube. It automatically pulled up YouTube. So look, I am at I'm on the home screen. Yeah, right? Right. That's where I was. So you cast, living room. Oh, and then it does that? There you go. You're up. Now you're up. You're up. We're good. Okay. Fantastic. Okay. So just to catch up again, this is Cardi B up and we'll be reacting to it. And uh, I'm a big fan. Do you like Cardi B, Matt? Um... I'm more like heritage um, hip hop and rap. And what's that mean? It means I'm not a big fan of Cardi B. <laughs> She's Mike, not for me. Mike, are you a big Cardi B fan? Oh, huge. Huge Cardi B. Really? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what we're going to do here is if you wanted to stop and comment, just say clean mic. Just say Wait, what now? Just say clean mic. All right, got the. Oh, we're good. What are we're those good. shoes called? Like, they're not Louis Vuittons. What are they Yo, called? Yo, those, are, Louis those are red by Louis Vuittons. Louis Vuittons. Okay. Louis wow. Yeah. Okay, Mike, are you watching up here, dude? Those are Sarah's role play shoes. All right, and and let's put, let's turn it up so the mics can. Catch We're at eighty five. Okay, let's rock. Ready? Right, is everyone ready yeah. to react to Cardi B up? Let's go. Uh, your computer volume will assist us. Okay, tell okay. me when you want to stop. Stop. No. Nope. <laughs> okay, here we go. Yeah, turn it up. Clean mic. Clean mic. Huh? Opening scene. Opening scene. I gotta say, I'm feeling Cardi so, B's quarantine weight. Is this the? Uh, is, so the first. The first <laughs> is it up or down? It's uh, up. It I think. Up. I think it's up. It's up. There, it are, up. there are some things that uh, Boy Scouts does not prepare you for. Um, <laughs> but I'd say the first act is off to a strong start uh, <laughs> with the cemetery desecration. Yeah. And, uh, uh, so I cemetery desecration off. while wearing crucif well while wearing crosses. I didn't see crucifixes, and you know taking on that whole like mourning black. See, but that's, with that's why you're an internist because you rec you you uh, recognize details like that. Oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, and yeah, but just the the desecration, if you will, and she's she's she doesn't look mournful. She looks thick as a motherfucker, and I'm into it, dude. I mean, dude, we're talking about quarantine weight right here, and I'm into it. You're liking it? Yeah. All right, dirty Mike. But, well, because, Wait, hold on, hold on. But, but quarantine weight, we've been in quarantine for a year now. Sean's down weight, Mike's down weight. We're down weight. weight. But Cardi B's not down weight, and I'm into it. Let's keep playing. <laughs> Oh, 
clean mic? <laughs> oh, that's a great pause. Um, if it's up, then it's up, then it's up, then it's up. Yeah. Then it's stuck. Translate, translate, translate. If it's up, then it's up, then it's up, then it's stuck. Is that about an erection? What is that about? I think it's about an erection. And like an, specifically an erection. Yeah, that yeah specifically about the one I have currently. Priapism, really. So, so if it's up, <laughs> if it's up, if it's up, if it's up, it's a medical emergency. <laughs> go Please go to your nearest emergency <laughs> room and consult your doctor. What if in every ED commercial now they just said, if yeah. it's up, if it's up, if it's up, if it's up, then you have a problem. And it's been four then hours. you have a problem. Yeah, Please contact a professional medical immediately. expert immediately. Right. What, are, what are your thoughts on, on, on Cardi? Are you a to her she she's going a little little heavy on the on the plastic surgery but i'm into it i mean matt so i'm i'm a married man mike <laughs> uh i don't i i mean it's it's uh i don't know what i there's so if much, cardi b walked in would you and she was hitting on you would you be into it i don't know what cardi b even looks like because she looks like this no, she doesn't look like that. Look doesn't. at the screen right now. She doesn't. That is not <laughs> what she looks like because you're looking at camera angles. You're looking at cinematography. You're looking at right. makeup. Okay. What she looks right. like through right. Right. Sean. Yeah, yeah, right. What Sean. What looking at? You know what I'm into. Yeah. It's not yeah. this. She's not at the library reading a book, so Sean's not into She's not it. trying to figure out the world. Solve problems. I'm into it. She's not engaged. Okay. <laughs> you're into a facsimile of like the you know it's not a lie if you believe it no go ahead i'm into the facsimile of you're into uh a simulation essentially i mean you're into yes like, absolutely yeah. okay yeah. thank you artificial intelligence <laughs> clean mic clean mic clean mic that's a good pause. pause um Adam, do you like her better as a blonde or a brunette? Uh, I'm feeling her better as a br blonde, especially right now. And by the way, they just promoted a vibrator. And that's what that I was saw in too. the last scene. Matt? <laughs> I mean, if it would have helped me light my fireplace, I would have been in a good spot in the last blizzard. So All brunette, okay. Thing is, is that the fruit that seduced Adam was actually a Tide Pod. <laughs> <laughs> Clean mic. <laughs> so while not the biggest Cardi B fan, I really want to give credit to the fact that she has successfully blended Dominatrix mm -hmm. with K-pop yep. dance group with Cemetery Desecration. And that's that's not an easy trifecta to It's hit. almost like they were like, Cardi B, do you want outfits? Do you, how many out... Actually, they said, Cardi B, do, how many outfits do you want in this? Yeah. And she was like, yes. Yeah, yes. just yes. She just said yes. 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 <laughs> I mean, you got to respect the amount of outfits that she gets in in this song, dude. How many outfits are we at so far? We're probably at four. That's more than That's a full one. scene. That's That's like, but they have to do a even, full scene in every outfit. Only, yeah, like, yeah. Three shirts. But only one vibrator so far. <laughs> well, only one vibrator. <laughs> I mean, you really only need one when it's that quality. Another product, know, but another sure. product plug. <laughs> Uh, Matt's like I've made a huge mistake. Also, also, you'll notice that her sneakers almost have like a bovine foot effect. Back to Mike's details analysis, like that left shoe has kind of like a bovine hoof sort of situation mm. going on. Mike, uh, I know. don't know what kind of like ergonomics that supports, mm -hmm. but I, I don't have my glasses on, so I'm pleading ignorance on footwear, uh, which I 
don't know anything about anyway. Um, You're burgeoning. Looks like she has like sneakers on. There you go. I don't know. This isn't rap music. Oh, wow. Clean mic. Adam, walk us through what we just saw. Um, I'll walk you through. She was in some sort of a see-through plastic it was that I'm wrap. into. It was saran wrap. Yeah, it was saran. It was the stuff that you like buy um, bedding in that you unzip and take out. And she has shut up, gotten Matt. Into- I'm tired of Matt disrespecting Cardi B right now. Seriously, he is. Picture Sarah in saran wrap in that be- in that bedroom. So Sarah's been in a lot of things in that bedroom, <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> Saran wrap and that's why I married her for along many many other reasons um so you're uh, just not into Cardi B I'm not into Cardi B at all I mean this is really this is not rap music to me it's not for me I mean look at look at the Snoop video of when Snoop's talking about like future and some of these other current rappers that we're dealing with is this actually like what is this what is this no 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 and it's up and it's up he's not listening I'm gonna be honest I haven't understood a single word except up the entire yeah. time. You didn't understand the line when she said, broke, broke, and words don't deserve no pussy. Yeah, ain't that right? No. The, the I whole, thought that was whole, a great the whole, line. The whole time I've been here, just like 404 reference. <laughs> 404, 404 server error. Yeah. It, uh, well, luckily, there's only a minute left, Matt. Good, good. Okay, and do you uh, want to play it or you have another comment? No, we can play. Fantastic. <laughs> She's like the Mona Lisa. Like, she just finds eye contact from across the room. (laughs) She's like the Mona Lisa. She just finds eye contact. Just, just, just a quick lyric check. If uh, he had a twin, I'd let him run a train. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I <laughs> Okay, now we're in the third act. <laughs> now we're in the third I act. I mean, if he had a twin, I'd let him run a train. <laughs> god. Matt's like, oh my god, what, what's happening? Let's let's keep it going. What? Oh, <laughs> that, wow. I got to say, you guys are hating on Cardi. I enjoy I the quarantine weight. What? I enjoy the twerking, and I enjoy the multiple outfits. And he won't apologize And, and I'm it. not going to lie. If it's up, if it's up, if it's up, if it's up, then it's stuck. And I, I agree with that. <laughs> How many times back to the Disney movie Up? Or the Pixar movie Up? <laughs> That's all over the... I didn't want to oh. say that because it's all over the comments. We, the comments on YouTube are like, can yeah, you imagine like, kids like, typing up into yeah. YouTube? This is the... Like the... Like, reciprocal of that movie i think we just we should rebrand the podcast as white guys reacting to hip-hop videos yeah yeah sit through the first three hours but but we we react to a hip-hop video Close at the with end. This, right 
Um, question. You don't like Cardi B, do well, you? Here's my question: Is Cardi B peaking, or is she trying too hard right now? I think she's 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 for me, yeah. for me personally, yeah. she's she's at the level. She's at the line, right? She's like gone to she, she's on the plastic surgery vibe, which is like right on my line. But <laughs> she's almost over my even my it's line, close. even my line. She's almost close. over. So where would like compare it to Katrina's I career? Agree. I don't even know what you're talking about, like career wise or no, what? no, no. Like let's look her you're up, dude. It, Mike. No, 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 no. He's no, not. Do, do you remember? Do you remember when? Uh, uh, she, I mean, she has her moments. Like I remember she tweeted out a video where she like looked at her at her taxes or something or she looked at her tax return and it was like her live reaction there's the before after dude and she was like she saw that she had to pay like five million dollars in taxes or something and was like damn it receipts (laughs) really like look beautiful girl but she's totally changed Find her. Uh, uh, look at the Kardashian before. Okay, after. look, Mike. Look Beautiful up there. Beautiful girl. Look up there. See, see how why? She, she, oh, would you shut up? But you see, no, because I don't my glasses on. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, she's gotten a lot of plastic surgery, and I think she's at the level where I'm still cool with it. But I think she's addicted now. It's her body. She I mean, if it's, up, wants. if it's up, if it's up, if it's up, if it's up, and it's stuck. Plastic surgery. How do you know that? Like, has she? She's said right that? there. Put your glasses on. I mean, she didn't use like that jaw machine where you just chew on the no, ball and like, it gives like you like. I, <laughs> no, but I, I said the thing about cinematography on purpose because I like, kind of you enjoy can really her nose the way someone appears with how you film something, how you take a picture. Like it's you know makeup and stuff. Like I actually like her prior. Me too. I think she's more natural before. How do you? But how do you know she's had any surgery? Look at the, put your glasses on and look no. at the screen. Dude, I'm saying I, my whole premise is that images lie. And then you're saying, look at this image. And that's my proof. <laughs> like <laughs> we just watched an entire music video. How do you alter that image? Uh, that is a moving image, <sighs> a moving oh picture, gosh. if you will. A talkie. Yeah. You ever seen star Wars? <laughs> they made yeah. that up. How do you, I saw the Death Star. Yeah, Carrie right Fisher was there. dead, and yet she acted in ten scenes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if the Death Christ. Star doesn't exist, then how come I saw it blow up? Yeah, it doesn't <laughs> exist after it blew up. Where's my X-wing? Were there like two or three Death Stars that blew up? <laughs> two, two, okay. two, one and, like, and a half. Really. Then like a, then like another like the one still moon right? that was a Death yeah. Star. Building it, yeah, yeah. Soon we'll be blowing up suns that are Death Stars. There is a uh, like eighteen thousand piece Millennium Falcon Lego set. What would that take us? Three hours? No, there's actually uh, time records. Uh, if you go on Amazon and uh, like look at the comments, like how long does it take to build it? I was like, the first time I built it, it only took me this much. I then disassembled it and built it again as fast as I could with like a bunch of four locos. And I'd watch that. And then another guy's like, it's not on. <laughs> you gotta like reset that cast. The one looks like a funeral picture. I mean, if it's up and then it's up, then it's up, then it's up, right? Cardi, come on the cast and explain what happened. I would love to have Cardi B on this cast and have Matt, and have like, Matt claim like, that he doesn't like her while she's three feet away. Like, <laughs> I will look her in the eyes and say that, and she'll tell me to f off, probably. And uh, then I'll bring up a bunch of incredible rappers who were actually poetic <laughs> and had real lyrics. Matt will be like, and uh, set the stage for her and right. gave her the platform. Have, right. Amen. Matt, Matt will be like, uh, I have a uh, letter from. So you're John telling me, Matt, my Eagle Scout, and you should be like. 
Oh. Yeah, Dr. Dre sent me a letter when I got Eagle Scout. <laughs> so you're telling me, Matt, if I brought Cardi B and I was like, hey, man, I'm like really interested in, in marrying this girl, you wouldn't you wouldn't warm to her? So there, there's a fine line I need to draw there between warming to someone okay. because of their artistic ability as an artist no, and no. a rapper versus... Say, what if Adam, I said she's important to me, dude? I would say, Adam, this is your wife and I will respect her, but I still do not enjoy Matt, her music. It's, it's the same... It's the same. <laughs> It's the same thing as the. As, I like that. The words were different, but the question was actually the same as basically the abortion question, which is you're presented with <laughs> false dichotomy and no information. I don't think it's that. I don't think it's that false, Cardi. If you see this, I'll marry you tomorrow. <laughs> I'll call myself Offset. I'll rename myself Offset. What, what do you got to oh, say? Sir? Isn't Cardi like? No, no judgment. How here. old? No, no, no judgment here. Is she is she divorced from some guy from Offset. Migos? Offset. Migos guy. Yeah, yeah she is. You but I the, would marry. You, you want to get in the middle of that noise? Yeah, of course I would. All right, cool. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> She's only twenty eight. Adam will be like, I'm going to make millions of dollars telling this story. <laughs> no way. I'd sign the prenup right. Cardi, I'll sign the prenup right now. You're basically. I won't tell. I won't take any money from no, you. No, no, Let's get taking, married tomorrow. No, I'm not taking any money from her. Like you then parlaying that into like your own income stream. No, absolutely Explain to me not. how you're different than Kevin Federline. Um, it's a no difference. <laughs> <laughs> Except he was a background dancer for Cardi. <laughs> No, he's a background Brittany. dancer for Britney. Uh, Cardi, I mean, oh God, what a great what a great month or two that would be <laughs> before we eventually got divorced. That's why you signed the prenup. Alrighty. That's why I got, I think we're good, right? I'm going to call it time of death. Yeah, three, <laughs> hour, three hours yeah. and 12 minutes in. I think we're good. Good night, Mr. Bond. <laughs> good, night. good night, Mr. Bond. Thanks for checking in. I expect you to die, Mr. No, I, Bond. I, I just want to say, yeah, before you close things out, like, I... I think it's awesome. I mean, you all have been down here a few times, but uh, to come down here to be in Texas, to host the podcast in Texas for its 19th episode, really cool. It's something I'll always remember, especially as long as I'm in this home. Now, every time I walk out and say, like, remember why, the cast. why are these flags up? You know, like it's, uh, no, we'll take them down as soon as this ends. But, but you'll uh, remember the cast. Absolutely. This is a memory uh, that I'll carry for a long time. So uh, I always appreciate you all visiting. I know it, it coming in from, uh, Houston, Atlanta, Vegas, <laughs> right? Like, definitely appreciate that. So uh, glad to just be a part of this moment in history. As well, Matt. Thank you. Yeah. We're going out to Papa J Papa Show J. Day. Welcome back. S-H-A. Oh, you would like me to turn on some music? W-T-I. Um, he's a Chicago, born and bred. He's also on Disney+. Plus. Check out Safety. Yes. He also has a self-help book, which I can't remember the name of, but I'm going to look up right now. Um, talk about how a 13-year-old has a self-help book real quick. Sean? Well, it's interesting because I, I think it depends who the target audience is. I think if it's like, hey, I'm 13 and here's how you can get here too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> here's how you can get here. There's too. a lot of 13 year olds got, on uh, Xbox who tell me how I should be playing. Right. And then he's got he's, he's got a lot to draw on. Arguably, he's more qualified than we are. But if it's like, hey, the guy going through your middle life crisis or individual trying to become a rap star, you know, there, there's a lot that comes up in life after the age of 13 that might, you know, to be honest, I, to be honest, I can't find it, and I'm not going to research any further. But Papa J does have a self help book, but more importantly, he has a song called Shorty. 
Listen to this song. He's on Spotify. He's on YouTube. P-A-P-A-J-A-Y. And he's on Disney Plus. Uh, in, a, in, a movie, in a movie called Safety. Check it out. It's awesome. Um, dude, thanks. Thanks, Sound? everybody. Always a pleasure. Thanks, everybody. So wild, I wanna show you all to the crowd. If them haters run in their mouth, we ain't got no time for them clowns. I just be hustling and working and grinding and trying to be. Can't wait to see you again. Gotta make time for my homies. I'm bringing up with me, so baby, go bring your friends. She wanna know what we finna do. Run off the mall with me and my crew. If she need money, I buy some shoes. I throw a few, make it all do.